Reconstructionist Radio presents The War Room, where we discuss tactics for strategic Christian living. Welcome to the War Room on Reconstructionist Radio, tactical topics for strategic Christian living. Christian Reconstruction is underway. This is the new Boots on the Ground segment with your brand new host, Joe Salant, where I bring you all a full orb gospel exhortation to use on the front lines of the battle to conquer our culture for King Jesus. That's right. Jason Sanchez and Bill Evans have officially lost their minds, folks. They gave me this mic and blessed me with the opportunity to rant on this platform to this audience. The most educated, active, small army in Christendom today. That 300. I am so pumped to rock with y'all and have been led by the spirit to take aim at an idol of the ministry industrial complex that pumps out little popes, powerless to change the culture, uh, like the one I was becoming before I was granted repentance by our gracious Lord uh, not too long ago. I'm going to speak with y'all about the seminaries, specifically why they need to go, why we need to put them in the cemetery, and what we can do to replace them with so we can raise up that army of Gideon's 300, exercise dominion, take this land from the pagan horde, end child sacrifice, statism and collectivism and smash the idol of humanism, which is the God of the culture and install the law of God with no king but Jesus, the real appeal to heaven. We're going to talk about moving the classrooms from the professional pagan certification system to the front lines of the battlefield and why we need to do that now. And I am super, super pumped. To bring y'all this message. Want to alert y'all right off the bat first that we have an extremely special episode on the horizon with abolitionist Toby Harmon coming up beginning of next week. You are going to want to tune into that is mandatory listening. I will be interviewing Toby on the topic of how to handle humanistic lawlessness enforcement, a.k.a. the police outside of the murder mills and anywhere else abolitionists find themselves in a confrontation with the authorities of the pagan state over the ritual of child sacrifice. And as this audience or most of this audience knows, the institution of police is pagan to the core. It is nowhere allowed in the law of God, a standing army with privileges to execute the will of the state against the individual created in the image of God to provide a better redemption than God himself. That's the idea that police comes from out of the Enlightenment. It is statist, far left to the core. Bo Marinoff covers this often. And uh, the police has become an idol of the so-called conservative churches today. Abolitionists certainly know firsthand that police are always protecting institutionalized injustice in society, codified lawlessness, 
The laws of the humanistic state are their code, regardless of how they fly in the face of the law of God. And Christian police officers or so-called Christian police officers are often the ones guarding the child sacrifice temples in the land of the not free and the home of the slaves. So abolitionist Toby Harmon uh, has some incredible videos that have been circling around social media of encounters, spirit-led encounters, with supposedly Christian police outside of image-bearer incineration centers where he drags them into the courtroom of God verbally right there on that sidewalk and presents the verdict with the power of the Spirit of God. And he applies the doctrine of the lesser magistrates, book by Matt Truhella, uh, such an important volume for abolitionists and Christian reconstructionists today. And overall, Toby is just a wonderful model of how we ought to be addressing these lawlessness enforcement agents of paganism with the appeal to heaven. No sugarcoating, just the straight truth, homie. Stay tuned. For that upcoming War Room episode with Toby Harmon. So with that said, let's let's get get it ready to roll for our topic today, which is the seminaries, putting the axe to the root of the seminaries, taking aim at this saltless portion of the ministry industrial complex that pumps out these powerless pulpits. It is... A new running joke amongst the uh, podcast hosts of Reconstructionist Radio that with my joining the team, uh, we now have an academically qualified individual behind the microphone for a podcast. (laughs) And uh, with my holding uh, master's in practical theology from an accredited seminary, uh, and it's exactly that. It's a joke. I I can speak from personal experience. That seminary is one of the most disqualifying options or paths a Christian serious about the cultural mandate and the Great Commission can take. I spent seven years and over tens of thousands of dollars in academia, an amount I'm embarrassed to say behind this microphone, studying the basic elements of pietistic Christianity over and over and over again being trained up to be a master of a dead ceremony, to assume my position as a little pope in the saltless parody of the lightless lampstand today, the parody of the church, and a bunch of other things utterly irrelevant to conquering the culture for Christ. To say at least one good thing, my institution, the King's College and Seminary, uh, with the founder and uh, then-Chancellor Jack Hayford, uh, my institution was continuationist, uh, not subscribing to the humanistic, enlightenment, rationalistic doctrine of cessationism, which empowers the celebrity culture behind the pulpits and has a certification system that verifies elders by no confirmation of the Spirit of God It's gripped the so-called reform ceremonies with tyrannical, grubby human hands, this doctrine of cessationism, straight out of the the Enlightenment. However, that's about as far as it goes uh, concerning the positives. 
And even at my institution, it was not like the gifts of the spirit or baptism in the Holy Ghost was taught as a mechanism for the cultural mandate, cult- conquering the, the, the culture for Christ. But at least I did not have to unlearn cessationism as I had to unlearn dispensationalism, pietism, natural law, neutrality, the eschatology of defeat, indifference to injustice, and all the rest of it. And for those that have not grappled grappled with the significance of the error of cessationism as it relates to the removal of cultural influence and the rise of this celebrity papist worship of what passes for Christianity and what's left of Western civilization, where every week uh, we file into buildings to hear a different uh, little pope speak and then go back to our pleasant lives. Please listen to Bo Marinoff's Acts to the Root podcast on spiritual gifts. And we'll go ahead and link to that. 25 minutes well worth your time. You will be speaking in tongues and prophesying by the end of the episode. <laughs> no doubt. In his title, in his, uh, in his paper titled The Problem with the Seminaries, which I'll also link to uh, in, the, uh, in the resources for y'all. And he wrote this back in 1989, uh, when yours truly was a nine-year-old growing up in a humanistic household. Dr. Gary North pinpoints several essential reasons why seminaries are simply not, not the biblical model for raising up idol smashers. They're staffed mainly by people who excelled in writing term papers in the years where they could have been in the field exercising dominion for King Jesus and learning in the midst of the battle. These paper pushers then parlayed their skill into lifetime employment, talking about important things they've often never put a hand to themselves. The seminaries in America appeared on the scene when Christians in the culture were falling into pietism, and handing the established universities to the pagans one by one. By abandoning Trinitarian theology, the mainline colleges and universities became collectivist incubation centers where the doctrine of the one, the state, overpowered the many, the individuals, and they began churning out masterminds to build the tower to heaven without God, and Christians ran away to a corner and started building irrelevant institutions called seminaries, basically along the same presuppositional and organizational lines as the now humanistic pagan mainline colleges and universities. And surprise, most of the seminaries today are now overtly pagan humanistic themselves. The so-called good ones, like the one I attended, And the really, 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 really good ones, like Westminster West and East, are perhaps worse, in a way, than the pagan versions because they produce little popes with a truncated gospel utterly impotent to exercise dominion and fulfill the cultural mandate, establish justice in the city gates, and, you know, the rest of the important stuff. So, you know, they basically can manage books, uh, preach the same milky sermons a thousand different ways, uh, herd goats into the building once a week, twice if they're fortunate, 
what's coming out of the American seminaries today is, is not a threat at all in even the least sense of the word to Caesar. Not a threat. It sees the kingdom of God as a mysterious, invisible reality, incapable of being established by the kingdom people until Jesus tosses it all in the fire at the end. All authority has been given to me. Now go try to whisper their souls into heaven while hell grows in God's world. I mean, that's what the Great Commission is, right? Look, the importance of the seminaries, I'm sorry, the impotence of the seminaries is wrapped up in a recent event where Biola Bible Institute of Los Angeles President Barry Corey, writing a sobbing letter to the magistrates in his state capital, begging them, begging them, please begging them not to take their government cheese away for not letting men take their pants down in the women's bathroom. He begged not to be punished for their beliefs and noted that he always stayed away from politics. But now that the guap, the cash, the skrill, the cheese was on the line, the government cheese, and he was starting to see the stick instead of the carrot, he was being forced to break his political silence and be brave for once. So, of course, it wasn't essential to enter the political fray for King Jesus for any other reason up to that point for our boy Barry. You know, one slaughtered image bearer every 30 seconds in the state that leads the nation in child sacrifice in every single category. That didn't move the needle. Neither did any other pagan atrocity allowed by the saltless salt and lightless, lightless lampstand, numerous pulpits. Uh, uh, manned and produced uh, by his saltless institution uh, to flourish unimpeded in California, the culture at large, country at large, whatever. Uh, Nothing from this basket of pagan filth, whether endorsed by the so-called conservative churches and their police state standing army complexes, or the so-called liberal churches and their welfare state gender confusion, child sacrifice fetishes, could get Barry's goat enough to get going politically only when the pagan state wanted to cash in by putting its sexual seal on the bathroom doors did Biola finally rise up and get political. And by the way, they almost were forced to do the pervert bathrooms or or lose their stolen tax dollars from the tyrant state. They almost even lost that one. So never mind conquering the culture for Christ. That's not even a daydream in the minds of their most ardent, ardent, ardent paper pushers. Never mind equipping their student body to put their physical bodies between the murderers of the most innocent in our society being butchered at the mills. That is out of the question. Less than 1% of the humanists, a sick, determined, warrior-minded, tiny, 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 tiny minority almost pushed Biola over the cliff in the form of a sex ordinance, and that might come in the near future. That should give you an idea of the power. As a matter of fact, that is a perfect lesson from very recent history to show what a young Christian student full of zeal to be a minister of the gospel is about to spend upwards of $100,000 of borrowed money from the pagan humanistic state on utter and complete 
humiliation, and defeat. As Dr. North covers, the curriculum of the seminaries is weak sauce. There's a tendency towards antiquarianism, which simply means knowledge for its own sake. Systematic theology is often mixed with humanistic philosophy. Another absurd point is how the seminaries require young men to go through college before enrolling. Often secular humanist institutions are seen as qualifying a candidate to finally learn the truths about being a servant leader in the kingdom of God. I mean, how stupid is that? Come on. I mean, can we get any more bald-faced idiocy? Just dumb. I mean, learn from false pagan spins on history and science and then go into an institution that teaches that the law of God was stolen from these humanistic pagan, ancient pagan traditions to prepare leading the church into battle for King Jesus? There's very little on evangelism. Practically no actual evangelism takes place in any of these institutions or as a result of any of these institutions, for that matter. Biblical ethics is taught usually from a neutral perspective with several different biblical solutions to solve or ignore a blatant injustice and inequity in society as it as it is. History is not taught as a progression of the faith, as the development of the church as it relates to the to the creeds conquering the culture. That is out of the question. The false pagan chronology is not corrected, so on and so forth. Books on Christian reconstruction that have the power to equip for a real Christian application in society are blacked out. R.J. Rushdoony. North, Gary North, and and Greg Bonson are blacked out. Just milky, humanistic, churchian, pietistic, dispensationalist, have no effect on the culture at all, mush. Perhaps worse than the curriculum is the structure of the seminary. It's institutional and collectivist. And that's not to say, obviously, that every seminary teaches dispensationalism, because that's obviously not true. But mine did. A central planning committee approach in the, in the actual structure of the seminary. This central planning committee approach to learning is probably even worse than the curriculum itself. This central planning committee approach to learning produces irrelevant application to the situation on the ground. Boardrooms and boards and exams submitted upwards and oversight by humanists. These institutions are easily overrun by the enemy. As the humanists took the colleges by capturing Harvard back in the early 1800s. And then the mainline seminaries, 70-some or whatever years later, these seminaries were sitting ducks because now, pay attention, pay attention. The professional certification system is not the biblical model. That's why all these mainline denomination scholars are liberal. The biblical model is ministry through ministering. That's the apprenticeship model. 
The biblical model is ministry through ministering, the apprenticeship model. Elisha following after Elijah type of stuff. Learning with your boots on the ground in the fight. The principle, he who serves leads. So find someone who is a kingdom shaker and attach yourself to that person. The modern world and especially the humanistic churches are hostile to that kind of system that rejects the certification by committee, the central planning committee approach to learning, and it's stiff arms. It's simply just stiff arms. Any approach that goes from the bottom up, it is the top-down approach. Gary North's laws of academic evolution are helpful here. So the first law that Gary North talks about is academic institutions that require their faculty members to earn degrees from humanist certified academic institutions eventually go liberal. Number two, academic institutions that grant tenure eventually go liberal. And number three, academic institutions that are formally accredited by humanists eventually go liberal. The fact that seminaries seek accreditation from the humanistic state, Department of Education type stuff, and that this is not trumpeted from the pulpits as an insane violation of the law of God shows you exactly how dire and how desperate the situation is to take the acts of the gospel of Jesus Christ and put it to the root of this idol. How how stupid can we be to seek accreditation from the humanistic state? I remember in my institution, that's one of the things that we talked about the most when we were talking about the fact that, well, we're a small school, but at least we have accredited. We're an accredited seminary now. An accredited, and I, I, I remember seeing the, uh, the officials of the school deal with these humanistic accredi- accreditation agents in the school going through files. It wasn't that big. I was in the tower working in the library. And, and saw it happen all the time where, where they would all oh, the accreditors are coming. We got to get everything in order. <laughs> I mean, how 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 insane is that? So, look, allow me to suggest an alternative to the cemetery, a two part tactical solution to get the knowledge of God and then translate it to victories for Christ on the field of battle. Christian reconstruction is about raising up mature followers of Jesus that can exercise dominion with skill under the leading of the Holy Spirit in all areas of life and raise them up quickly and comprehensively. Christendom lies in ruins due to the helpless humanistic theologies and tactics of the seminaries. There is no time to waste. We are called to the task of creating communities of idol smashers that lay the acts of the full orb gospel of Jesus Christ to the overgrown roots of the idols of the God of humanism, whether they be expressed through child sacrifice, collectivism, statism, indoctrinations, any other uh, humanistic forms of rebellious redemptions outside of the churches and especially inside 
what we have in the ministry industrial complex that serves as Bo Marinoff always points out as a parody of the body of Christ. We need vibrant local assemblies where each saint is equipped to verbally bring the mission of King Jesus and literally boots on the ground, apply the gospel of the kingdom of God to all areas of life. That's right. Local gatherings are important, but they need to be legitimate local gatherings, not little popedoms where one or several men talk and the rest feed the pig and repeat the cycle. And this two part tactical solution. Remember, we get practical and tactical in the war room boots on the ground segment. I'm offering this. This can be an aid to that process. And the reason why I know this can be an aid is because this is what helped me deprogram from the churchian indoctrination that I myself went through in seminary. All things work, work for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. This is the process by which I earned my real masters in practical theology. And it didn't take a number of years and, and 128 to 143 credit hours and yada yada. So all in a period of less than a year, this is, this is what we can do. All in a period of less than a year. And I'm now trusted to babble to y'all as a podcast host on the war room. That's right. Less than a year as a Christian reconstructionist and abolitionist. And I'm already helping others take aim at the worldview of death. We need to destroy to abolish abortion and uh, to the glory and praise of King Jesus, of course. And you can ask my wife. I'm nobody special. If I can do it, so can you. So I'm about to save you a bunch of money. And the risk of being a barnacle hanging on the side of the Mayflower, impotent to exercise dominion for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith. You ready? All right. Here goes. But first, this plan assumes. Look now, this plan assumes that you already have read the entire Bible carefully and recently. If not, borrow two hours from each day and get that done in two months. To say the least, we must be familiar with our standard. And little will make sense to the biblically illiterate, which constitutes the majority of the goat herd today, which believes the Bible has several, you know, propositions about salvation and a better life for you. And, and, and you know, maybe, maybe a couple things taken out of certain portions of the old covenant to, to, to do some kind of uh, a good work in the public square. But not the whole full counsel of God. It's not as if God has something to say on every issue in his word to today's world, right? Well, of course he does. So look, no one-year plans. Straight through. Make the time. Buck up. Dig in. All right, so here. Finally, let's go right to the practical section. Here's what you do. This, this, this works. So go to reconstructionistradio.com. Reconstructionistradio.com. Go to the podcast section. Start with Bojidar Marinoff's Axe to the Root podcast. Start from the beginning. His intro and then episode on covenantal thinking. Do one episode a week. They're less than about a half an hour each. Listen several times to each episode. 
because you'll pick up different things. You'll pick there's a lot. It's just meat after meat. There's meat on your plate and you got to get all those pieces of meat and then read the book he assigns at the end of the podcast. If you're a pastor listening to this right now, even if you're a pastor of a of a lightless lampstand, if, if I'm tell you some of this acts to the root stuff, if you get a hold of this right here, man, might light that lamp up for you. The spirit of God might hit. I'm telling you, um, this is practical stuff right here. Gospel in all areas of life, thinking ethically, judicially. The spiritual man judges all things according to the covenant, the standard of God and being able to see every single area of life and judge it according to the word of God. That's what makes up a spiritual man. And that's what's covered in the acts to the root podcast. If you get through all the podcasts, look, the podcasts are, uh, there's 50 some acts, acts to the root podcast. If you get through all of them, he assigns one book at the end of each one of the podcast. So do one of these books a week. Try to do 50 pages possibly a week, uh, a day. Try to do 50 pages a day of these books that he assigns at the end of Acts to the Root podcast, what Bo Marinoff assigns. And if you can get through a book a week, at the end of a year, you will have read a library of Christian reconstruction and relevant volumes. Some of the best reconstructionist scholars and, and other scholars influential for taking the culture for Christ. So sometimes he assigns an article. Sometimes the books are small. It will take commitment. But look, <laughs> not as much commitment as going the wrong direction on 18 credit hours a quarter in a pietistic institution of futility. You can take my word for that. So also commit to listening to one episode per week of Joel McDermott's Restoring America One County at a Time. Joel McDermott's Restoring America One County at a Time. There are 30 of them. And then finally go to the audio library section and you will find audio books from many of the authors blacked out by the Ministry Industrial Complex Seminary System. And some of them are assigned by Bo in the Acts to the Root reading. Authors like R.J. Rush, Dooney, Gary North, Greg Bonson, Marinoff, McDermott, Lesser Magistrates by Matt Truhell is there. Um, forgetting a bunch of them. But yeah, there, there's, there's a ton of just awesome, amazing, amazing books in there that can help you uh, put your boots on the ground. And apply the gospel to every single area of life and take this culture. Try to go through all the audio in this year. It makes for great driving material. Finally, video record yourself periodically. I mean, make get comfortable behind the microphone in front of the camera. Uh, these are our tools of dominion that we have to get the message out of abolition, Christian reconstruction, dominion, covenant, um, cultural mandate, uh, covenant theology, presuppositionalism. This is how we can we can preach to the body of Christ to 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 wake up to get that three hundred engaged in the battle uh, through the mechanisms that we have, social media, so on and so forth. So try to do. 
these video recordings of yourself uh, summarizing a chapter or summarizing a book and and look, you know, say how, how, how what the summary is and then what the spirit has moved you to learn and how you can see yourself applying it to the field of battle, taking the culture for Christ. So we need servants of the king who can speak clearly and transmit a comprehensive biblical worldview on the tools of dominion and not just speak. We're going to need we need actors. We don't just need speakers. We need actors. And uh, this will help uh, help you be one of those vessels. Also, you can sign up. And this is an awesome way to while you're getting your free education uh, that is worth more than the education that I spent God knows uh, <laughs> how much for. Um, and he does. And um, it's it was a lot. But um, anyway, you can you can sign up as as a narrator. You can sign up to to actually narrate a book uh, for Reconstructionist Radio as a way to kind of not only sharpen yourself and sharpen your reading skills, but and and have yourself as a narrator on reconstructionistradio.com. But it is an awesome way to give back to the ministry and to help other brothers and sisters in the Lord get equipped uh, like you are on Reconstructionist Radio. So if you want to sign up to be a narrator, uh, you can inbox uh, Reconstructionist Radio on social media. There is actually instructions on the website on how you can get involved with that. There are books that we need to put up on that library. Uh, you can contact me directly. I would be more than happy to help you get hooked up with that. Uh, so that is another awesome, awesome tool that you have at your disposal. So last and most important, find someone who is active in the fight against the idols of the age. Find someone who's active in the fight. Find yourself in Elijah preferably an active abolitionist who is mature and consistently out in the field battling child sacrifice on several fronts, not just the, not just the murder mills on several fronts. Also the humanistic indoctrination zones. No, it knows doesn't, doesn't support the idol of humanism in another area of life. Okay. Mature and has this full orbed gospel knows 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 what that what we're doing is we're taking down the idol of humanism it, jesus is the it, jesus is moving us as his bride to put the idol of humanism underneath our feet because it's the idol of humanism that these babies are sacrificed to we're not we're not at war with abortion we're at war with the worldview that makes abortion possible uh to begin with and so find someone who is active against the idol of humanism fighting child sacrifice and let them make, make them, make them let you tag along on the mission, learn by their side, attach yourself to that individual for a year, for two years, for three years, get trained up on the battlefield. This goes for everyone also that even knows the right things and has the right books in their library, but somehow that knowledge hasn't translated into actual action or activism. Find someone, get with somebody, 
get yourself in the habit of listening to the spirit and putting boots on the ground and taking the sword of the spirit of God and running it into the belly of the beast. Man, the victory belongs to Christ. All authority belongs to Christ. Get out there. For example, someone like Toby Harmon, who we mentioned in the intro, who's going to be joining us uh, for next week's uh, War Room episode, talking about how to agitate humanistic lawlessness enforcement. Uh, someone like Toby Harmon would be someone you'd want to attach yourself to. He'd be, he'd be awesome to ride with. Find your training in the battle. If there any, isn't anyone in your area that's mature at swinging the axe of the gospel and victory against the idols, idols of the age on the battlefield, that's quite possible now, considering the state of our culture, quite possible. Then connect online and get your instructions there and go hit the field yourself. Look, you're not alone anyway. You have the Holy Spirit of God. And get yourself a GoPro, obviously, a serious tool of dominion. We use that for offense and for defense. And if you need help finding a battlefield mentor, whether in your area or online, please look, contact me and I will get you connected. I would be blessed with the opportunity uh, to use the resources that I have in the fight to get you connected with your Elijah so that you can practice the apprenticeship model. Look, that's what we have for the war room boots on the ground segment. Um, the, uh, the first episode of boots on the ground. Once again, Joe Salant war room reconstructionist radio boots on the ground. I am just so blessed to be with you all. Thank you all for taking the time to tune in. Keep the revival in your prayers. There are some really, really, really exciting things that are going on that God is doing. Some things that I'm not even at liberty to share right now. But just keep 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 your face to the ground in repentance. It calling in your heart for the church to repent of apathy, of a truncated gospel. And to get out there and hit the field. Let's put those boots on the ground, y'all. Thank you for joining us in the war room. Please enjoy The Nation's Rage, Psalm 2, by My Soul Among Lions. Why do the nations rage? Why do the peoples thought in vain? Seeking to rid themselves of Christ's dominion, a theme that's true in any age. Oh, tell me why do the heathen nations The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows. Or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator 
or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His kingdom.